Hey there, Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. And something I wanted to let you know about is a brand new podcast, a podcast that I was lucky enough to be guest number one. It is called Resilient Real Estate Investing. Do me a favor, go check it out. Just in the last couple of weeks, not only has my episode aired, but you heard from a syndicator who spent eight years in prison. You've heard from a movie theater operator who has had their side hustle produce 20 properties. Future episodes will record around the Roofstock's head coach, a college student evaluating properties, and of course, an army recruiter who discovered private money. Again, do me a favor, check out Resilient Real Estate Investing. On with the show. Good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. It is Monday, November 7th, and this is your financial news. These are the five things that I think you need to understand today. First and foremost, let's jump right in and let's talk about Meta or Facebook. If you didn't see it, uh, Sunday afternoon, the Wall Street Journal released an article that was then picked up by many other news organizations that they are on the cusp of potentially announcing a 10% reduction in force or layoff. Uh, It looks like we will hear about that on Wednesday. Uh, Again, this is something that if you watched my daily financial news over the weekend, I highlighted that was coming. So we got it. We nailed that one. A couple of things that I want to be very clear about, because again, these tech layoffs are something I called. It is something that reminds me very much of the dot-com era that I lived through and suffered through. We are going to see a lot of tech layoffs. But just like the dot-com era, it is going to be, the pain will be pretty isolated. What do I mean by that? First off, tech companies like Meta or Apple or Amazon or any of these, you know, the five big boys, anytime they do something, they get a lot of information, right? It, It hits the news media. But this is an article I found from December 27th. 2000. So almost 22 years ago. It says, we just had our seventh month, our seventh consecutive month of record tech layoffs. In uh, November, we had 10,459 layoffs. Now again, that was the seventh month in a row, but it was 10,500 people. Remember, we just had a jobs number where we reported 263,000 additions. So something I've been talking about recently is something to watch. There is, quote unquote, the real economy. Then there's kind of tech and financial ninja stuff. I believe we are going to see a lot of pain and layoffs. They've just started. Meta won't be the last. Twitter wasn't the first. There were many, many more. And again, this is part of the process. If you were in the Bay Area's housing market, get ready, right? You have 10% of layoffs at Facebook. You have layoffs in other tech-heavy industries. There is going to be some housing pain. But just like the 2000s, if you know my story, my story began in the recession that followed the dot-com crash. I started investing in Fresno, in in Fresno, California, while it's still in the state of California. 
and it's only two and a half hours away, it had no ill effects. It doesn't have a tech industry. So when you look at tech layoffs, you look at financial services application layoffs, it's going to be very localized. Silicon Valley, Southern California, maybe Austin, Texas, maybe the Research Triangle up in North Carolina. It'll be very regionalized, but there will be pain. Don't get it twisted. Apple, I don't know if you saw this. I think we've talked about it once before, but now even Apple. Apple is indicating uh, that the supply of their uh, iPhone 14 Pro might be limited in the short term as China's COVID zero policy once again rears its ugly head and shuts down the supply chain, the manufacturing plant. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand, but I do know this. We've already seen and, and heard that Apple is trying to add additional assembly plants. I believe India is something we've heard about. I think over the next several years, you are going to see more and more companies not trust China. You're going to see more manufacturing outside. And yes, that is good news for the United States. We will bring more home. That will be inflationary. Don't get it twisted. We pay our people a little bit more than they do over there. But again, this will be inflationary. It will be structural in nature. But it will be a good thing long term, in my opinion. Something, uh, yesterday we had our conversation like we do every Sunday with Dan Bird. If you look at a playlist, I think it says Dan Stocks and Charts. Uh, I think the video came out at 5 p.m. yesterday. In that 30-minute review of last week and next week, we talked about the VIX. The VIX has been crashing. And I look forward today when I talk to Taylor, uh, another uh, 10-year Wall Street vet. Why is the VIX crashing? Right, We have all of this consternation, but the VIX is falling. So I look forward to figuring that out. If you have an idea of why you think the VIX is crashing, I'd love to hear about it. Leave comments below. If you think there's an article or maybe another YouTube creator that's talking about the VIX falling, put a link below. Help me out. I would love to learn why uh, other experienced folks think the VIX is crashing. It doesn't make sense to me, uh, but there we go. Las Vegas is crashing, folks. Yes, Brian Lebo, the great Brian Lebo, Las Vegas broker who is in the data and will be on this channel tomorrow. Brian and I are talking tomorrow, so we will get into the numbers. He just posted his October summary, and Vegas had the worst month in the last several decades. It was worse than any January on record. It was worse than the worst month of the pandemic, folks. Las Vegas did 1,510 transactions in October. That is down 48.5%. Remember, we've been talking about a 30 to 50% housing crash of transactions. We talk about Vegas being the first market, the canary in the coal mine, the one to follow. Folks, we are heading that direction. One second. Hey, buddy. Sorry, folks, he's been climbing on my leg. He wants to say hi. So again, Vegas, October, 15,010. The worst January on record was 1,676. 
And May of 2020, right when we were afraid to go outside, uh, they did 1,533. So again, October was 23 homes light. Wow. And we still have November and December to go. A couple other things to highlight. Median home price. Median home price down another 10 grand. Peak to trough. Vegas is down 50 grand uh, from, I think, May, he said the high was. Again, 43, 435K. And inventory. Inventory is flat. Think about that. You're not selling any homes, but inventory is not really rising. That just means we're, we're getting age-old listings, wish pricing, all of those things. So again, Las Vegas is a market I have followed for 20 years. Not because I invest there, but because it is the best indicator of pain that might be coming. Transaction crash of 48.5%. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Here you go, buddy. All right, what else do we got? CPI, so I am ready to guess. Thursday morning, we get our headline numbers and core numbers. I have been thinking about these for a while. I finally have my guess that I want to share with you. So first and foremost, let's review last month. Last month, CPI came in at 8.2 and core came in at 6.6. 8.2 was lower than the month before. 6.6 was higher than the month before. What are the expectations? The expectations is for a headline of 8% and core of 6.5. So the forecast or expectations is for both numbers to drop. I unfortunately believe, and I've written right over here so I can be held accountable, both numbers will not go down. They will be flat to up. So first, I believe that headline will go up. I believe energy and gas bottomed the month before. So the big headwind we had uh, from redu reduction in gas prices is over. They're now up and going higher from here. Instead of eight point, or no, instead of eight, I am calling 8.3. So higher than expectations and higher than last month. Core. I really want to call a higher number, but I won't. I'm going to call 6.6. 6.6 is higher than expectations last month, but flat from last month. So those are my calls. If you want to play this game, feel free. Uh, leave your comments below. A couple other things that aren't on the list of five. Uh, we still have threat of a rail strike. I don't know if you've been following this, but apparently uh, there are still some sticky negotiations going on uh, with 110,000 members in the railroad strike, there's apparently two um, organizations that have not accepted the proposal. Uh, and if either of them propose a strike, all 110,000 members go on strike. Uh, there's talk from the U.S. Labor Secretary uh, that they may be get involved and force them to keep going. 30% of goods are shipped uh, on, or of freight is moved by railroads. This would be a big, big problem. Uh, next, one more thing. Neil Kashkari, Fed president. Remember, something that happens this week, we get 10, 10 Fed speeches. All of them can be market moving. All of them can be telling. 
we are going to start to see the Fed splinter. I believe there are doves and there are hawks. And I believe what Powell told us last week is he is the most hawkish. When your Fed president is the most hawkish, I believe the other members are going to go to the media. So start watching Fed discussions this week. Okay, so at the end of the day, the five things that I think you need to know today, meta layoffs, they will be announced Wednesday, according to the Wall Street Journal. They, they won't be the last. There's a lot more pain coming to tech and finance. Apple shipment delays because of China COVID. I think this is a moment. I think this is just going to be more companies diversifying their manufacturing, which is net good, I think. I want to talk about the collapsing VIX, right? We have, a, this, is this a sign that the market is bottoming? Is this a sign that retail is out of the market? What is going on? Las Vegas, Brian Lebo, you are a rock star. If you haven't watched his channel, uh, I suggest it. He just did a full summary. Brian and I will be talking tomorrow at 1030. So I look forward to that discussion. And CPI, I have my guess, 8.3 and 6.6. Now let's congratulate some people. We got a bunch of people doing the work. We even have one person getting their first deal. Let's congratulate them. Joshua, congratulations for getting your first deal. Your card will go out in the mail. And then we have a bunch of folks getting their next deal. Kurt, congratulations. Adrian, congratulations. Actually, Adrian, you get two more. Adrian, congratulations. You got three. Sean, congratulations. And then Chase, you have three coming your direction as well. And then finally, Don and Bev, your nailed it shirt is coming. You nailed the jobs number last Friday. So I finally got um, the shirt in. So it will be going out in the mail today. If you don't know what these are, folks, these are things that I use to track my impact I, I do this because I want to help people get their first or next deal. So if you get a deal and we help you in any way, send me a direct message on Instagram or on, um, I guess, Messenger. And all I need is your address. I'm an easy grader. Buy your home. What, I'm an easy grader. If you think you deserve a card, you let me know. And I will send you one of these just to know that I'm doing some good work. So again, congratulations, Dev and Bev. Oh, I'm sorry, Dev. Don and Bev, your shirt is in the mail. Bye-bye.